Welcome yeah. back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Warp, the completely unnecessary Star Trek podcast where we do unasked for audio commentaries of Star Trek episodes. My name is Sean. My name is Ronnie Camareri. <laughs> I'm Jake. My name is also Ronnie Camareri. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait a minute. I didn't know we were going to have fake names yeah. today. You guys screwed me. Yeah, I know. I just happened to be looking at uh, Nicolas Cage's filmography because of a conversation we were having right before we started the episode. And I remembered that Moonstruck, his character in Moonstruck is named Ronnie Camerary. Oh, there we go. That's a good character name. (laughs) Ooh, Wild at Heart, Sean. Wild at Heart. Wild at Heart, yeah. David Lynch. (laughs) Didn't he he play like an Elvis impersonator, sort of? Yep. In that? Anyway, honeymoon in Vegas. We were talking about before we started recording, just to catch everybody up on what's been going on. We were talking about the uh, what Nicolas Cage's greatest film performance is, mm. and when you look at the list, it's hard to pick. There are a lot of really amazing performances. I mean, and there, there's actually the we didn't even mention the one where he won the Oscar, <laughs> which is an amazing performance. Although that movie is such. That movie was so depressing. I've you would never, never watch that movie more than once. Yeah, so. I've never seen it again after the first time I saw it. What is that? Leaving Las Vegas? Leaving Las mm-hmm. Vegas. Oh, yeah. Which he is brilliant in, but I never saw it again after. Yeah, no, I have no desire 19, to watch it that came movie out in again. 1995, so it's been 25 years since I've seen that movie. Well, today. No, we are watching, we're, not, today. we're not watching Leaving Las Vegas today, Sean. <laughs> no, we're not. I know that's what you wanted to do. Uh, you're right, man. Unfortunately, we don't have Philippe or Aaron today with us, but uh, we're going to trudge time. on without them. We're watching Star Trek The Next Generation, Season 1, Episode 12, Data Lore. We're almost halfway through Season 1. Just flying by, After folks. this one, we are, after, we are halfway through, right? Yeah. yeah. There's 25 episodes, so it's about the same, yeah. Uh, I got 45 minutes and 44 seconds on the clock. I'll be punching the triangle in 3, 2, 1, punch. And there we go. Feels weird. Feels weird. Bailing on it. I liked it. I liked it. I I approve. I want to start. Are you buffering? It's buffering. Well, it says people are buffering. Ah, forty-five, twenty-four. Hmm. It should kick. Hopefully, it'll kick in, and you'll just catch up with us. Want to try to restart? Are you there? Is it working now, Matt? Oh, now it is. Yeah. Riker okay. and Picard are talking. Yeah, about perfect. Yeah. All right. So you guys can't hear me chewing, can you? Because I am, I am like going to town on this burrito. Not yet. Oh, <laughs> cool. cool. If you hadn't said, well, there's data. We wouldn't have known. Now we're going to listen for it. <laughs> I would have preferred not. Yeah, not no. So we never answered the question. Let's go right around the room. Favorite Nicolas Cage we did. performance? We did. We we. I don't our... know that we we said we. We didn't we settle on an up. answer. I don't think we that anyone to. has settled on a specific answer. Well, I, I think. Well, well, I'll represent different movies. Well, I'll say The Rock. <laughs> Matt will say. Uh, 
I think I have to say Moonstruck as much as that hurts me. Go with your heart. Yeah. You're right. right. It's Moonstruck. Um, I was just like Cher in that movie. What is that movie? I have to follow my heart. It's him (laughs) and Elizabeth Shue in New York, and they fall in love. That one. Not Elizabeth Shue. That's a leaving Las Vegas. Oh, okay. They're in New York. He like falls for this waitress. Oh, that's it. uh, it Could happen to you. That could happen to you. That's uh. What's her name? She was in everything in the oh in the nineties. Uh, Bridget Fonda. Bridget Fonda. Yes, Bridget Fonda. Fonda. And she he's married to uh, Sarah Jessica Puerto Park. Rican girl. No, no, no. Uh, oh no, that's Rosie Perez. Rosie Perez. Rosie Perez. Rosie Perez. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're getting all we're getting all mixed up. <laughs> oh yeah, Star Trek. What a weird movie. That's what so went, I gotta tell you. She went not to be too on. Not to be too on brand, but I watched Star Trek Beyond today for the first time. Oh, oh, really? You had never seen yep. it? No, I hadn't seen it. It's good. It's pretty good. It was fun. Yeah, I liked it. I, I I've enjoyed all. I enjoyed all three of the Chris Pine Star Treks. Although it was a little bit, there's a sub. I guess it does. It sort of turns around, but it, there is a point in time where he's talk. Kirk's talking about hanging it up and being a vice admiral. Which I found hard to believe that Kirk would ever do that what? willingly. Yeah, there is a weird like hashtag not my Star Trek vibe to <laughs> yeah. watching movies, just because they do. You know, they updated it and they changed it around. And, sure, you know. You also have to get the but, used to the idea that he's thinking about doing that at the age of like thirty-three. Like, how long he's only been the captain for a few years, and already he's like, "I'm kind of sick of this shit." Well, it's been three years at that point, and like, which basically would make it concurrent with the events of original series, right? Yeah. Uh, well, anyways, we're at the. Sp- the opening sequence so it's uh star trek next generation season one episode 12 data lore original air date january 16th 1988 the enterprise visits the planet where data was created and discovers another android like him but when he's assembled he's not exactly like him since aaron isn't here i'll ask you may what do you think the imdb rating of this episode is uh eight anybody else Seven four. I'll do seven eight. Uh, uh, seven like a seven even. Oh. Seven seven. Oh. Oh. Nice. Ding ding ding! Chicken chicken dinner right here. Yeah, people yep. like this one because it's the first one with lore in it. Well, and it's the first data episode too. Like. It's the first data centric episode. Lore is also played by Brent Spiner. <laughs> yes. Mm. Also, all every version of data is played <laughs> by Brent Spiner and his creator, <laughs> and his creator, yes. and, and his creator's and his, progeny, and his creator's son, yeah, his creator's relatives, <laughs> his ancestor version. 
He's like Eddie Murphy and uh, there is no character <laughs> related to Data that is not played by Ben Spider. Yeah. That'd be funny to have like a movie where you bring in Data all Data's roles, you bring in Medea playing all her roles, you bring in Eddie Murphy playing all those roles he played in that one movie, and that's it. Those are the three character the three actors in that movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you could do that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That'd be a weird, weird movie. What, no, but you have Medea, you have Medea, you have uh, Tyler Perry play all of Eddie Murphy's character. You have <laughs> you know, Eddie Murphy play he, all of Brent Spiner's said, character. Yeah. <laughs> when he said Medea, I didn't. For us, it took me a minute until you said Tyler Perry. I was like, oh, <laughs> oh. I was like, Medea. <laughs> I'm green. thinking about like murdered her children, Medea. I'm like, oh. what is he? <laughs> no. Tyler Perry. Medea goes to Medea. jail. Medea goes. Yeah, no, and I'm. You have Tyler Perry coming in playing Medea, the Greek Medea. You have Murphy <laughs> yeah. playing all of Tyler Perry character- How? characters, and you just How have Tyler playing Perry. Data. Yeah, yeah. How has Tyler Perry not already made Medea plays? Uh, <laughs> that's a good question. Yeah, that's that's beyond his. Uh, he's he has blinders in that Probably spot because he wants people to go see those movies, and he knows that that's a terrible idea. <laughs> a little bit, a little meta for people. You guys remember Soul Plane? <laughs> Why isn't there that but Star Trek? Did you say Soul Plane? Soul Plane. No? Yeah. The, oh, the, the African-American movie. version of, of Star Trek. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, you, for, at first I thought you were talking about Soul Train, and then no. I realized, oh no, he actually means the, the oh, yeah. Soul Plane. Right. Isn't uh, Snoop Dogg in that movie? That's the one thing I can remember about it. So you're saying a, a Star Trek-like show where Snoop Dogg is the Captain Kirk? I mean, I'd watch it. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, I'd watch it too. I mean, if they just injected more weed into the Orville, you could that be basically be it, right? Yeah, I don't think the people it's who not nearly the Orville need black more people weed. on that show. Yeah, it's too pale, though. <laughs> sure, sure, well, definitely too pale. <laughs> Seth MacFarlane is about as white as they get. <laughs> and also no stranger to weed. Like, I don't think he needs more weed. No. On the set of the Orville. And you know, the talk about, you talk about like, um, women, attractive women hooking up with wildly mediocre looking men. Mm-hmm. The cool. uh uh you know uh the woman that's on there uh I can't think of her name. Um from Friday Night Lights. From Friday Night Lights. Yeah. Adrian Pilecki, isn't that her name? Yeah, Adrian Pilecki. Oh, she's yeah. married she's married to the redhead with the beard that that's the pilot on the Orville. I don't look watch. up the Orville and you can Oh yeah, yeah, them. I know you're talking about. Sure. Find a picture of him. Yeah, she's great. She was uh, in Shield. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She's smoking hot. And that guy is not got anything going on. (laughs) Well, not all of us base our partnership choices on. He's a hell of a cook. Yeah. (laughs) Shoot that, man. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. 
That's why I'm not partnered right now in my life. You're I'm just spit, saying, you know, people always <laughs> people always crap on movies like Knocked Up, where you know they say there's no way that that woman would ever be attracted to Seth Rogen. But oh, there your you have point it. Is that it happens in real life too, so it's okay. Yes, if it exactly. On TV. Well, I'm saying, <laughs> just saying it does happen. I love these right. drawings. I mean, arguably, it happens in real life first, and then a writer goes, "Oh, I can write a story about a schlub who marries a beautiful woman." Because it have you seen a zombie in real life? Have you seen a vampire in real life? <laughs> have you seen? Are you asked a great old one in real life? <laughs> Just the world, the the, the universe. <clears throat> he wasn't sharing an opinion, Matt. You can't chastise him. <laughs> 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 merely asking a question. Sorry. <laughs> Hypothesizing. <clears throat> I would never chastise men. Oh, thank you, man. Fake news. <laughs> what did you guys think of this episode? If you if you happen to see it, uh, I have never. Well, I mean, I've seen it, but not. Long I did ago. not. Re- I rewatch it. it Brent Spiner is fantastic in it. I mean, yeah. he makes like, the show, makes the episode work. Yeah, I feel like the back half of this episode is like looking at Brent Spiner do a facial tick the entire time. But. Yeah. It's all right. Why is it upside you down? Gotta, why is the head on the bottom? Sure. Uh, it doubles, the as a, the, uh, doubles as a sex swing. The big question <laughs> is that I think there's a... An argument to be made that this episode is a Wesley saves the ship episode. Oh, is it? Okay. Wouldn't All you right. agree, Jake? Uh yes. Yes, he does. Absolutely. All right. He's at the center of it at the end. Well, I'll mark it down when we get to the end. <laughs> as much as justice, which is guys agree. As much as Justice, as which we just posted today as we're recording, was a Wesley screws everything up episode. This is like a Wesley has it right. And this is like yeah, he, Wesley's he tries, right all along. Yeah, he tries to like state his case. And he gets in like this is the shut up Wesley episode, right? <laughs> yes. It oh, is. it is. It's yeah, the yeah, one yeah. where like, yes. where Picard famously yeah. tells Wesley to shut yeah. up. Yeah. And okay. Then, yes. That's exciting. And his mom. And, and then his, his mom, mom yeah. says it too. This goes this just went up like a couple of percentage points in my head. <laughs> a couple <Yeah>. of points. <laughs> that 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 mask is looks nothing like nothing yet, right. <laughs> I was I'm just like I saw this and I was like, oh bless their hearts. They tried. <laughs> I mean well, they is. must have made they must have made them a, a mold of his face, don't they you think? The, yes, yes. They did the best they I could for the time. But... Unless they just put silicone over like a mannequin and sculpted it. <laughs> right. That would be the other option is to just take like a styrofoam head, a yeah. wig stand, and just do it on that. The nose, the nose actually looks pretty good. But everything it's, else. It's, yeah. it's not activated yet. Once it has the data activated. Yeah, the spark of life. It like, yeah, the spark of life kind of will mold into the true it, data. data. Yeah, it won't look so plasticky then. Uh-huh. When Brent Spiner starts playing the part, suddenly he comes to life. <laughs> yeah. Who would have thought? Sure. So, man, I've been drinking this Chateau Picard, this bottle of Chateau yes, Picard. Yes, yes. Year 2386 that you got me for my birthday. And I'm not a huge wine 
drinker. Um, but I, it, it tasted good to me. <laughs> and uh, Stan right. had a Stan had a glass, and Stan nice. does drink wine. And Stan was like, "Oh yeah, this is very tasty." So, nice. so it's good wine. What it's kind not, was uh, it? Uh, Merlot, it is a, Cabernet. It is a, it is a Bordeaux. Oh, of course. Oh, a Bordeaux. Very French. Of course, it's French. It's very Ooh, French. La la. <laughs> <laughs> I would expect no less. So, what did you pair it with? Did you say? <laughs> Um, Taco Bell, <laughs> marijuana that conve- conveniently also came from the bed. Yay. This you entire evening has been sponsored by men so Yay. far. It's sponsored by wine on an empty stomach. Oh man! Oh god! Here we go. <laughs> Here we Don't go. Be one of those episodes. How? What is? What? What's what are these attacks? How dare you? <laughs> Have you ever vomited after drinking a bunch of red wine? It looks crazy. <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about, but mm-hmm. I'm sorry that you had that experience. Okay. Uh, well, you know, I'm not. You 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 gotta push your boundaries to know where they are. <clears throat> the the thing I most remember about drinking wine too much is like severe, severe headache the next day. Mm. Oh, yeah. the, the the wine hangovers are always the worst. Yeah, wine's uh, the worst. I don't know why anybody drinks it. I'm only <laughs> drinking it because men gave it to me. <laughs> and I was part of the, it was part of the joke. The, you know, it's like, it's a Star Trek wine, so I have to watch it on, I have to drink it while we're watching the Star Trek show. Yeah, yeah. We got to get a bottle of the Montgomery Scotch before we meet up again so that's that we can we drink need. that the next, we need the Montgomery the next time we I don't know if I can partake of that scotch is, scotch is normally a, uh, yeah I don't like the flavor of it uh, that's a real that was red, the other... it's a real red zone with you man all yep. the brown alcohols <laughs> yep. are problematic for you rum is okay that I was can do the... rum it's not generally brown it's... you can get really? clear rum uh, the rum I get is, is brown <laughs> okay I, well, I actually have, have a plan. Look, we'll have to look into that some more yeah. i have uh, a plan for this guy I mean, there's dark rum I mean, there's mm-hmm. dark rum yeah like jamaican mm-hmm. kind of. yeah normally i like my rum with pina coladas so that's, that's oh okay you're drinking tropical yeah tropical. yeah in the rain. yeah yeah well sure i don't yeah rain's cool but yeah tropical <laughs> pina coladas when I went to uh, Puerto Rico, that's uh, that's all I drank for like, you know, the, every meal for three or four days. And then my heart started to get a little tight, you know, and I was like, <laughs> maybe I should maybe I should ease up on that that rum on those pina coladas. Uh huh. When mm. your heart got tight. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sure. You know, uh, me and alcohol. I mean, that is a classic warning sign. <laughs> Gotta pay attention. You're starting to feel chest pain. <laughs> look at look at Beverly putting her fingers inside data. That's kind of gross. Yep. It's happy about it. <laughs> Man, do you like the beach? I uh, it's okay. I prefer to see it rather than be in it. You know. Yeah. Like it's like all that sand. It's just so coarse and uh-huh. gets there. We're very anti-sand on this podcast. Yeah. You have- you and Anakin Skywalker. He famously <laughs> hated sand. Also, I prefer looking at the ocean, not being in the ocean. And the ocean is like... Yeah, no, I know. That's why I was asking the question. 
I know how you feel about being on the water. That's why I was asking you about being water adjacent. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I being on the sand is cool, but I don't love like walking through it or just lying in it or. Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't pick it as like a uh, like my chill out spot. I'd rather go to the park or, you know, go to the mountains or something. <clears throat> yeah. OK, fair enough. People go to the beach and they they lay out there for hours and they're like, I don't know, even know what they're doing. They're reading a book or they're just not doing anything. It's so boring to me. I get. Yeah, I get super bored at the beach. I feel like the beach is a lot of work. Like you have to bring a lot of stuff or, you know, you got to bring your blankets and your chairs and your suntan lotion and your umbrellas, bottles of water. And like, it's a, it's like, if you have kids, you got to bring a bunch of more shit. You got to (laughs) bring toys. Well, in the beach, how's isolation? How's lockdown going there, son? Doing all right. (laughs) Good, good. It's not the beach. Good. Hey, we got the kids are gone for the whole weekend. It's great. Oh, but they went to the parents or? So, yeah, grand, the grandparents. <laughs> you drove them to a farm upstate? He's like, I don't know where they are. <laughs> In the there beach, is lore. Uh, celebrating your, uh, your weekend. Yeah. Uh, Hanging out with know. them. That's what we were off. We're just pissed off that we there's nothing we can do <laughs> like, i mean like you can't nice go, you to go somewhere uh, like you could yeah. go for a drop i suppose to mm-hmm. we're thinking because it, it sounds like uh there may be a bike trail on the beach that's open mm. we are may the beach, go there are the beaches still closed or are they starting to open beaches are still closed in la county they're still closed but they opened up golf courses and hiking trails today. Sure. Well, golf courses, you're not really close to people. I heard in uh, Seattle that they're going to close a bunch of streets and reserve them so- solely for bicycle and foot, oh, foot traffic. Cool. Like a large mileage of roads. Apparently. 20 miles. Yeah. It's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like that. Uh. Have you seen the uh, the the what what'll happen when Disneyland opens up? How it's going to be? Oh, how how? Well, one you're going to have to they're going to you're going to queue in line. If you queue in line, it'll be six feet apart. They're going to have like stickers on the ground to where you stand. Um, you but they're re- also going to cut. Sales. They're going to cut capacity in half. Yeah. You have to it in half. Yeah, they're gonna. And you have to buy a ticket. You can only buy tickets for specific days. And if you have an annual pass, you have to make a reservation for the day you want to go. Wow. That's crazy. I'm like, oh no, oh no. I think it'll make the experience a much more pleasurable one because the crowds, sure. line, crowds are going to be way smaller, so it'll yeah. be more enjoyable. No, that's that's true. It'll be a better, um, but but don't to even cutting it in half. Like I think I still think that would be a huge amount of people at Disneyland. Maybe not. Hmm. Yeah, there's still quite a lot of space, though. Hmm. It'll be interesting to see what they do for like shows and stuff like that. How do you socially distance sitting in a theater? Or... Hmm. Close off um, but, the, just every every few seats. Yeah, I guess. Do you do you guys have uh, annual passes to Disneyland? Yeah, too fucking expensive, man. 
Yeah. For us all to have passes would be like two thousand bucks. Mm. We have passes to Six Flags, mm -hmm. which like for four people to get Six Flags passes is like the price of one ticket to <laughs> Disneyland. Mm. Six Flags has the uh the this the hardcore rides, doesn't it? Yeah, it's yeah, it has roller the roller coaster. Yeah, the roller coaster. Dude, look at the stun actor in the behind stuff. <laughs> yeah, the not it's, data. Yeah, remember when it's, we used to have Naduera or Not Kirk in the stunt scenes? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I kind of miss Not Kirk. Like <laughs> he was fun. Oh, look at look at Laura smuggle smirk on his face. <laughs> the original Loki. Reminds me of that Paul Rudd show where he has a clone. <laughs> I'm sort of focused on Brent Spiner's nipple and yeah. how, oh, yeah. hard, just noticed it. how hard it's how hard it's poking out of his Super. out of his tunic. Like where was where was costume to be like, let's just tape that down. <laughs> Put some band-aids over those, buddy. It ran ice cubes over it right before they <laughs> shot the scene. <laughs> He's like, I want my nipples to show. Not now, big enough. This, is, this performance by Brent Spiner, let's talk briefly about Star Trek for a minute. This performance by Brent Spiner is, is, I think, if you were going to point at a certain moment where the shark jumping began with Brent Spiner, it's right here. <laughs> And, and we're only like 13 episodes in because Brent Spiner, good actor, but a guy who likes to chew the scenery and doesn't get a chance yes. to when he's playing Data because Data always has to be sort of, you know, uptight. Yeah. Whenever he gets a chance to play somebody other than Data, he delivers a performance that is so crazily over the top can't be wait till yep. we meet his father i mean <laughs> it is absolutely ridiculous and i think it's just yep. because he's got all this pent-up actor energy from playing data he's just like oh i get to play a, a, a person who has feelings i'll use all the feelings <laughs> I'll, I'll give you every feeling there is he's really going for it you say he really goes for it um, yes yeah like I say, I always respect an actor who makes a choice and then goes for it. He makes, he makes <laughs> strong choices for sure. The, the you saying that the first thing I think of, of course, is Independence Day, which, which is, is like another a, strong choice. Which, which is like where the whole basically movie is a, where he's is an exercise in bombast. I think. So. Oh yeah, everybody's making big choices in that movie. Oh, well, yeah, he basically is playing Newt Doctor Soon in that movie. Mm. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah. I mean, it's a, he's a playing a classic mad scientist, right? It's yeah. basically yeah. the same guy. Watching this again, I I remember lore, but I couldn't. I don't remember the performance of Doctor Soon in when in those later episodes. So it'll be a it'll be kind of a new feeling to me to see him doing that. But, so what but did Laura you think? Was totally familiar. What did you think? You said you watched this one. There you go. What did I you say think? tomato? It, you say tomato. <laughs> I thought this was incredibly interesting, especially in the context of like a lot of kind of not great episodes that arose before this. 
like i don't know maybe that has something to do with the love for it it's like oh this this show really has is taking some opportunities to do interesting things after all um but i don't know data was very popular when the show came out so yeah that's interesting i think you may be i think you're probably right like this is sort of the first big data centric episode like sean was saying earlier and it's it does give you it it does introduce this whole like huge backstory that data has that becomes sure super important over the course of the show right so it is the show sort of doing something although this is like the third time in 12 episodes that we've seen data like get infected and have emotions or get given emotions by Q or, and now he's got an evil twin. Like they've gone to this well quite a few times already. Right, Sean. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's, you know, the data character is always, it, it's like Spock, you know, you can always play with the, you know, the, the, the outsider living with the humans. Yeah, it's always sure. a fun. It's always a fun thing to explore. Plus, well, the, um, most of the main and, characters have emotional arcs that are seasonal, that are kind of like play sort of back backseat to the episodic kind of standalone a stories. But this is the first one of the first times that it's like going hard for an actual serial thing that's going to build. Right. Sure. Fiction. Yeah. 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 You kind of feel like lore is going to come back and there's actually a world building type thing where they're talking about this whole thing about the giant snowflake and where it comes from and 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 uh, and what's what's its connection to lore and what is data's background and all of that. Mm-hmm. So lore recreating a lot of lore for himself. Yes. Lore. Yeah, he is. Right. That goes all the way through to now i mean fucking star trek picard was all about data and his Mm -hmm. family and his backstory yeah like they're still telling this story Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's funny you mentioned that sean it we're we're giving it a pass and not being a energized cloud it's more of an energized snowflake (laughs) (laughs) right saying giant snowflake killed all life on that world those damn snowflakes. Yep, that's mm. what we're telling you. Because that's what, what they call it—the crystalline form—is that what it, they yeah. end up calling it? I know. I wasn't going to bring it up because you guys were having such a good time calling it a dumb snowflake. <laughs> <laughs> it's called Sorry, the crystalline. Your... It's called the crystalline entity. Thank you very much. Oh, entity! Thank God. Mm. God. Well, the snowflake is a uh, water ice crystals. It's crystalline. It is, yes. Oh, yeah. It's crystalline. Mm-hmm. Since you since you mentioned uh uh Lore's sort of like um acting, like his his going for it in this. Now I'm just thinking about Nicolas Cage playing Lore and Data, and it is it is juicy, <laughs> <laughs> you know. Oh, that would be a good cross It's just it's just such a classic sci-fi trope that like, oh, the other one is exactly like data. But evil, like that's his only yes. defining character trait, is that he's just yeah, he might as evil. he might as well have the goatee, you know. Yeah, 
No. Oh, oh my God. That would be a disgusting look. I'd be curious though. Lore with the goatee. A movie where Brent Spiner plays all of Nicolas Cage's roles. <laughs> and then Nicolas Cage plays all Data's. Have, have, all the datas. Have you guys seen the videos? The it's normally with Parks and Recs where they uh, replace all of the actors' faces with one of the characters. What? Have you no, seen that? I've seen that? Oh, really? Like everyone is just uh, um, everyone's Sandy or everyone's yeah. Leslie. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And they're, they're starting to get into some of the weird side characters. And I have to say, those videos are weird and funny and quirky and yeah, just weird you guys gotta ch- uh, look them up yeah nice we shall mm. I, I like weird videos thank you for that we'll <laughs> this for- that's my oh. poll for the weekend data's down you guys yeah data's oh, down no. i wonder what they poisoned them with i wonder if there's like a lore explanation of what what would be suitable for disabling I mean, you watched the episode. (laughs) The the thing is, they don't say. They don't really say. They don't tell you in the episode what it is. You just pour some powder into a champagne. But I'm sure on a level of nerd numb, not heretofore seen on the show, there is knowledge of that. I'm going to say say nanobots. Nanobots. (laughs) That would be my my guess, with Mm -hmm. some sort of nanobot. Or is there, say, microbots? Yeah. In the new Picard show, they used nanobots, didn't they? Uh, yeah, yeah, I, uh, they did. Probably. Everyone uses that. Well remembered, man. Yeah. <laughs> One of the few things I remember. It's amazing. Your mind is an amazing Swiss labyrinth. cheese. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I love wandering around inside there. <laughs> Come up. Oh, he changed up his outfits. Nice. Yeah. Classic switcheroo. Is this where uh, Wesley comes in to save the day? Oh, he's pretending to be the other one. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's got a weird yeah. thing. He's got a twitch. He got the tick. Yeah, that's what I was talking about. This whole back half of the episode is Red Spiner doing that. And as, as the main, as a story beat. Oh, Wesley knew it was him right all the way, right away, right? Well, he's sort of figuring it out. Yeah, when he twitched like that, mm. he's gonna he's gonna do something else in a bit that's gonna convince him completely. Mm. Suspicious. He's <laughs> suspicious. It's hard to break bad, really. I don't know. I've never noted, but they the the clearly the sideburns. Starfleet has not changed. They still have the points in their sideburns. Yeah, it's the classic Kirk sideburns. So if he can get... Oh, so he's going to, yeah, take it away. Okay. There we go. Lord giveth and Lord taketh away. (laughs) (laughs) The the Lord giveth and taketh away. That's how that goes, right? It's been a while since I've been (laughs) here. Yes. Yeah. And Data said how, how, the, how long has it been? <laughs> how long? Uh, uh, yeah, too long. Years? It's been years, yeah. Decades? Yes. Yeah. But Beverly I, Crusher went back to her normal. But day. I have been to church enough for a lifetime, I think. Have you? Oh yeah. I've done mm-hmm. I've done lots of I'm a I'm lots a, of I've time. Lots of church. Yeah. 
Was this when you were a kid? Yeah, yeah, growing up in mm-hmm. first school. I went to private school, so. Mm-hmm. Catholic school, right? Yep. And was it, was it all boys? Uh, no, I wish. <laughs> really? <laughs> you thought that would have been better? Uh, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> It was it was hell, but oh, okay. that's a story for another day. It was. How long? How many years did you go there? Uh, well, I was in private school from basically first grade to eighth grade. Uh huh. So, and then you went to the same high school that Sean went to. Yep. And that was better. Had a good time there, comparatively. Mm-hmm. But yeah, terrible time. Anyway, not they're like church. mean. Were there mean nuns? No, no, just like small classrooms filled with hatred. assholes. 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 Yeah, <laughs> it kind of it kind of broke me as a person. Oh. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> but yeah, high school was better though. So. Well, you made it to here today as Thank religion you, tends to do. Yeah, break the other person. Although I always think to myself, like a funny thing compared to what you see on TV, like when I got to high school, like not being a very social person, I expected to get like maybe like bullied by jocks or whatever in some sort of stereotypical way. But that was never the case. Oh, here it comes. All the jocks were the nicest people. <laughs> oh, really? Because I don't know. They were all just having the a good time. Nerds. Yeah. They didn't have, they didn't feel like dragging people down. Sean, were you a jock in high school? No, I was a theater nerd. Oh, oh, that's why you 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 enjoy all the musicals and such. Hmm. Big theater. <laughs> that's nerd. right. Big theater nerd. Big theater yeah. nerd. If you okay. don't do theater in high school, you'll never enjoy musicals. <laughs> well, I, I actually <laughs> don't love musicals, and I didn't start theater until college. That's with you, with with the Shakespeare group. That you're just just proving. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Jake's mm-hmm. theory correctly. Yep. yep. I did drama in high school. Did you do drama in high school, Matt? I did, yeah. And yeah. he loves me. Yeah. <laughs> we, we all love musicals. May, what about you? Well, you totally. Go. Drama nerd, <sighs> musicals all the way. Uh, still drama nerd. Yeah. And That's love a... musicals you were, all the way. You were in drama, though. You, But you did perform. I wasn't in drama. I actually used to sneak out of AP calculus so I could sit in on drama for fun. <laughs> Um, but I was in my senior musical, yeah. so because I was a jock and I hated it. Yeah. You were in the senior musical. What show was it? The Boyfriend. You know that okay. one? Yeah. It's basically. I think it's supposed to be parody, but it and just ends up being like just a weirdly classically bland romantic comedy musical. It was weird. Yeah, and it's old as hell, right? It's from like the six. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, totally. Yeah. Well, it was, part, it was free, maybe, to perform? What? Uh, was it free to perform, or did they have to pay? Uh, it was probably free cheap. Probably the, che- the rights were cheap. Yeah. yeah, definitely. But I think it's supposed to be told more in, like, a vein of, like, isn't this crazy how, like, conservative cur- musicals are and how dumb that is? But it just ended up coming off as, like, this is an old-time musical, and all the girls are going to get married, and... Yeah, it's all about love and fun and it's husband. It's all quaint as fuck. Yeah, 
crystalline structure let me a dream it's the crystalline entity <laughs> it's a god cr- damn it's it. coming it's a crystalline entity the and it has a crystalline structure there and we're gonna, gonna say see it, it soon. i'd like to see it again we'll see it again actually yeah <laughs> it's not the last yes, time the crystalline entity is a regular character on next generation <laughs> It's actually the crystal it's method. Not a regular character, but it, they <laughs> there is another episode. It comes back. It comes back. Gosh, <laughs> Matt likes to be very precise here. <laughs> I really feel under attack. Entity for separate. He's being fueled by Chateau Picard. Yeah, <laughs> drink more Maybe of the Picard. Maybe it's the Chateau Picard. <laughs> so all the wine making you paranoid. Yeah. The wine and the weed made you paranoid. There, Matt. He's channeling the precise nature of Jean-Luc Picard right now. <laughs> I feel a lot like 79-year-old Patrick Stewart probably mm, feels. Nobody loves. <laughs> Actually, he probably feels better than me. <laughs> like, well, no. He they he would he he didn't get a lot of love for a long time from those around him. But we, uh, Jacob we, made a whole jingle what? about it. Uh Here 79 year old Picard. Uh, yeah, yeah. I meant actual Patrick. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up, Wesley. And then, but Gates is there, right? She's there to like, hell's going on? Yeah, she's good. Oh damn! Oh, mama, mama, no. mama, man. Yeah. Look at Wesley. What a bitch. <laughs> oh damn! <laughs> uh, okay, yeah. this is for sure an obnoxious Wesley episode, no doubt about it. This makes it number four on our list, you guys. Yep. Of the Wesley Saves yep. the Ship episode. Out of out of twelve. It's episodes. episode twelve. So we're up to thirty-three <laughs> percent. <laughs> that is a pretty heavy early app. Philippe's, Philippe's answer is looking pretty good at fifteen. If you were if you were batting three hundred, you'd be pretty happy yep. with yourself. Uh, so those are Hall of Fame numbers oh. right there. I uh, know, War. Not looking good. War, take care of yourself. Oh, oh, damn. In the solar plexus. Brian the fucking tip. Oh, so, Slowly. Slow fall, slow fall. Yeah. Oh, man. He does it right. Damn. Why, why don't they make uh, data of uh, officer security? You know what they never explain? Why is Lore so mean? Like, he's just evil, but... I don't think they ever explain why he's so evil, yeah. except that it's just like Dr. Soong programmed him wrong and like Well, he made him super just made him too human. He's just selfish, so. I think, is the main thing that it picked up. He's just He acts is selfish. Is that what it is? I think that's what it is. Like he he, you know, he's so self centered. He he wants to use everything, every, all of his abilities at his disposal, not to help people like Data would, but to further, you know, his uh-huh. own greatness. Why didn't Lore like take data apart? Um, uh, like just rip him apart. Story because reasons. then you couldn't have a, a conversation mm-hmm. scene at the end of this episode, man. Yeah. Okay. Writers. <laughs> yeah. Fucking writers. <laughs> <laughs> They're the worst. Bringing us hour-long scripts, <laughs> fully, finally produced, fully produced shows week after week. 
assholes. <laughs> Get back to work. Fuck those Give me guys. better. <laughs> yeah. I think this is the last episode that Gene actually had a hand in. Oh. I think I read. Oh, yeah. He's starting to get sick. I mean, he doesn't die for another three years. Yeah. But... Was he getting sick or was he just getting sort of pushed aside? Pushed, I don't know. I don't know. You know, they could have lost made... the boss. Like, oh, who? They... Damn. They could have. Such a... They could have made the lore costume any color, doctor. but they like had to make it the exact same color as like Data's uniform. I don't know. That seems not. Oh, true. his yeah, yeah, yeah. His, his tunic. Right. Yeah. What sort color? Would you, would you, what word would you use to describe that color that you're looking He's at? Soup green. I when guess. you look at Data, spoiled mustard. Yeah, it's sort of like dry old mustard, right? Yeah, like ochre. Mm. Is that what ochre is? Yeah. No? All right. Maybe. <laughs> I'm not disagreeing. I just it's one of those it's one of those colors that like I I can't I don't know what that what color that actually describes. Yeah, I had a lot of colors like that, like fuchsia. Oh. Yeah. Hey, what? Oh, okay. Damn. Yeah. Look sure. Ochre, maybe. Did you look it up, Matt? You get a picture of ochre. It's sort of a brownish yellow. Okay. <laughs> I love this white. Or a yellowish brown, maybe. <laughs> yeah. So this is just oh. Oh. <laughs> So here he is, like physically saving the episode. Yeah. Good job. Yep. Good job, Wesley. It's all worth it. So as a spoiler, do we know where Lore gets teleported to? Outer, I like out deep space, space yeah. or something. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, just out in the space. Mm. Him and the crystalline, the him and the snowflake hook up later. <laughs> you correct Snow, snowflake entity. Shows. <laughs> the snowflake comes and picks him up later. See, they call it crystal thing. <laughs> they don't even call it crystalline entity. Oh, yeah. Oh, if, if Riker says it's okay, then it's okay. Mm-hmm. He's cool. He's so cool. Does Picard <laughs> apologize to Wesley? No, not in so many words. He's just kind of like, we're okay again. <laughs> yeah, it's the most apologetic he'll get with him. Able to yeah, he basically to... just tells him, get back to fucking work, dude. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Well, anyway, there you well, go. That Lower. thing. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it wasn't great. I know we're thin. It's not a great episode. <laughs> it was good. <laughs> it was fine. It was interesting. The, the for the, was, great. Yeah, it was interesting for the performance and for just like, oh, they're actually making something that, you know, they're connecting it to a backstory. And that mm-hmm. was interesting. They're trying to show you more of that. And the, I mean, for giving us the iconic shut up Wesley gif. Oh, I mean, yeah, that's huge. We can never we can we can never hate it for that. I mean. Well, of course. 
I, I will say Wesley looked really good in that last episode. He was just very, you know, very clean, very, very <laughs> handsome <laughs> looking. Oh, okay. oh, yeah. You attracted to man, to Wesley Crusher? No, you like 15 year old boys. Is that what you're trying yeah. to say, man? Yeah, totally. No, I'm just saying he's the good looking <laughs> kid right there. He was a good looking kid. Mm-hmm. That, that good looking yeah. people get put on television. Sure. I believe yeah. that's what television is for. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Where else are these people going to do? Imagine if they had <laughs> for TV. Really, imagine if they had cast a really ugly kid as Wesley Crusher. It's we go go out to uh, England. You know, you'll get more regular looking people there. And that's <laughs> totally cool. That's totally cool. Oh, uh, okay. all our listeners in England. I'm sorry. There went, there went our massive English uh, audience. They could have cast Clint. They could have cast Clint Howard in that role. I mean, and he's an American, very ugly child. Sorry, everybody. Uh, um, I have some corrections. Do we want to do a quick corrections let's, corner? Let's do, I can it. do it. Do it. I can do it relatively sure. quickly. Yeah. Play the play the jingle. Correction. These are corrections for episode ninety-three, the ambergris element slash the slaver weapon. Two pretty weird episodes of Star Trek the Animated Series. Uh Ambergris we mostly spent talking about whether ambergris was whale sperm or not. <laughs> and then the slaver weapon. Ambergris is the one where they go up, they get underwater. Mer- people. Yeah, they go underwater. In that yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and the slaver weapon slaver is, weapon is, is cat Kitty has a bad day, is what they call it. Yeah, kitten, evil cat. Yeah. Um, Aaron asked Sean to identify a band from the 90s. She was having a hard time remembering the band she just had sort of a mental image of of them in their ma in her mind and sean you correctly identified the spin doctor do you remember this yeah i do i do remember uh I, was Aaron, i not correct no you were absolutely correct Aaron, <laughs> but i i'm that's just the setup Aaron okay. said that she thought the spin doctor's logo had a Jester hat on it. Okay. You guys remember that? Yes. She was like, yeah, you know, they would think yeah. their merch had a uh uh yep a jester on it. Wow. I'm sorry, yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm 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 trying to send you guys a picture at the same time that I'm talking to you. Hmm. Hold on. I'm gonna send you a picture in the Skype chat. Because I think I looked at all the old, like I looked on vintage sites at old Spin Doctors merch, and I couldn't find a logo where there was a jester hat. Most of their logos were like a sw- like a spiral, like a spin, you know, like a swirly thing. Mm. Um, but I did find this picture from the uh, from the Two Princes video. That is a woman who is in a sort of jestery garb. Yeah. Look at the Skype chat. Mm-hmm. And oh, yeah, I think yeah, yeah. that maybe it's what she was <laughs> thinking of. 
Wow, of all the details to be drawn to in that picture. And she also said, Sean, do you remember this? She goes, there's a video where he's like walking around the city trying to do stuff. And you were like, yeah, I don't know. I don't really remember the videos. Well, so I wa- it's the two princes video is the one she's thinking. Right. The I, black and white I watched one. Yeah, it. yeah. That's what and that's what that uh, image is from. That's that yeah. I think is Aaron's jester uh image we talked about two princes and little miss can't be wrong and you said that two princes was the bigger hit which is true i'm just curious if you want to try and guess which oh what 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 number where they came in on the billboard list Mm. Uh, Mm. two princes and little miss can't be wrong uh, I would say two princes somewhere around 25. Oh, you're way low. Little... Oh, really? Like okay. four? Two princes was number seven. It made it to number Wow, seven. I never... Okay. Little Miss Can't Be Wrong made it to number 17. So they were both in the top 20. Wow. That led into a yeah. discussion about songs about Superman and groups in the 90s that were writing songs about Superman. And we did the same exact thing that I did back then, which was not be able to remember which Superman song belonged to which 90s, like, all <laughs> band. Yes. <laughs> so, Five for Fighting, yeah, Kryptonite. their song is not Kryptonite, which we said, which is wrong. Uh-huh. Their song is just called Superman. And that's the one Superman, that goes, more than yeah. a bird, more than a plane. Yeah. Then there's Crash Test Dummies Superman's song. And that's the one that goes Superman never made it. Solomon Grundy. Like the Crash Test Dummies guy has that like super deep uh, voice, right? Yeah. The baritone. He has baritone range, yeah. So now I'm He's got that Sean range. The, now I'm going to send you the other picture. This is a picture of the lead singer of Crash Test Dummies. Oh, from, yeah. He's got the great look. The Superman song video, which is a classic 90s video where, for some reason, he's in a church. Like, there's a stained glass. Of candles. Candles. Canada's a, finest. Crash Test was Dummies. There, was there a Weird Al parody of mm There was. It's okay. called Headline News. Headline News, okay. And it was only on it was only on the uh it was released as a single, but it was only on his box set. Uh okay. That got released in like the late nineties. Um that's the only version that was released. It's not on an actual album. Looking at the photo it's about the three the three verses are about uh Tanya Harding's story, the uh what's his name that got his dick cut off. Oh, Bob. Um, Joey Buttafuoco, Bobbit. No, no, no. Bobbit. John Wayne Bobbit, Bobbit. Mm. And then the kid that that got caned in Singapore for for um, vandalism. Oh, Joey Buttafuoco. No, he... His wife got shot in the head, right? Or the mistress, got right? Shot. The mistress, by, yeah, the yeah. By, no, the the wife, the mistress shot the wife. Yeah, the Lolita of Long Island. Yeah, yeah. There Do you, you remember go. they made yep. three different television movies out of that out of that <laughs> out of that story? It has everything, man. 
That show, that movie, that story has everything. Murder, sex, what's more than actually accents not murder <laughs> one of them is drew barrymore yeah she plays the woman whatever i can't remember her name amy fisher right that's fisher. it yep. yep yep that's it collectively we can remember and i think Alyssa milano played her in in one of them and i can't remember who played the third one We'll correct that some other time. <laughs> um, Kryptonite, the song Kryptonite is by Three Doors Down. That's the one where That's you. That's uh, Will you still call me Superman? Yeah. If I go crazy, will you call me Superman? That one's a more sort of upbeat, like rock song than the other two. Yeah. Uh, and then, of course, Pocket Full of Kryptonite is the title of that Spin Doctors album that has two princes on it, which brings us all the way back around full circle to the spin doctors. As all things must, we return to the spin. (laughs) (laughs) And that's the end of Corrections Corner. Yay. Yay. Very nice. And that brings us to our special guests for the evening. The spin doctors are here. Yay. (laughs) We couldn't couldn't get the spin doctors? Okay, sorry. I bet we could get the spin doctors. <laughs> I'm sure Especially nice. right now, they're they're can't, they can't be doing else anything else right now. They're on lockdown. Uh, we'll have our uh, publicists reach out to their agent for all of the free streaming concerts that the artists are doing now, oh. because they got to somehow stay relevant. Everyone gonna watch the Disney Family Sing Along Part Two on Sunday? Oh yeah, we're probably yeah. We watched the first one, so why not? Wait, but your family's not going to be around, Sean. Yeah, they will by Sunday night. So, oh. so, so what? He can enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you right. can't enjoy. You can't watch it my, if you don't have family. My kids are going to be complaining the whole time. Yeah, that way Sean's voice won't have to compete. Yeah, I don't have to listen to my. I can sing to my heart's desire, and <laughs> I don't have children. Which complaining like, about being too loud. What all the time? You just want to sing all the time? Why don't you sing on this show? <laughs> Thank this you for listening. Warp and... <laughs> Wait, <what? laughs> yeah. Take us out, Matt. Sorry, I thought we were rapping. Please, rapping. Yeah. yeah, kill the beast. Please remember to go to iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts to rate, review, and subscribe. Especially now in our lockdown time, you you need something to do. For a couple of minutes and you might as well go do that uh you can also follow us on instagram at warped the podcast on twitter at warped trek you can follow me at host warped you can follow min to learn about our dungeons and dragons and call of cthulhu podcasts at wet maynard you can go to patreon.com slash warped to give us money and get access to bonus material and extra episodes until next time Oh, Sean, you started this one. You do the until next time. That's all right. Uh, and also, you can get uh, swag at lunarflare.com. Lunarflare on Instagram. Yep. We have t shirts, bound upon far t shirts. Apparently, Philippe got uh, in the mail finally. Yeah, finally. Finally. <laughs> the slow boat from the Netherlands finally made it across the sea. Well, unless anybody else has anything they'd like to add, my name is Sean. Uh, my name is H.I. McDonough. I'm still Jake. 
And I'm Minwin. I'm A. Yeah. Good night, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>